Welcome to Keepers. We're a married couple who went to France for the 2019 World Cup, fell in love with women's soccer. So naturally, when the pandemic hit, we started a fantasy league for the NWSL. This is our podcast. I'm Holly Wild. Hit me up at Wild Holly on social. And I'm Jared Gilkerson. Find me at Jared underscore radio and follow us at Keepers Podcast. What? Tuno. Already smirking at me. Yes, let's get it out of the way at the beginning. I'm officially 0-2. Feels good to be on top of the league, on top of things, fantasy NWSL. Enjoy it while it lasts. Jared is just proving that years of losing in fantasy football (laughs) has motivated him to (laughs) To put together a squad. Yeah, uh, Holly and I faced off last week. Welcome to Keepers. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Um, we're coming into an early week three. You could probably hear a little, and both of our voices are a little more bassy this morning because we are yeah. recording this on a morning. Got my coffee. <laughs> we'll see how this goes. I have a banana just staring at me on the table. It's, just looking yeah. at me. I'm not going to. Yeah, it's, it's replaced our cat on the table. Oh, yeah, banana cats. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I'm not going no. to. <laughs> It's a new pet. A this new is pet. why we don't do things in the morning. I kind of like these morning shows. A little loopy. Um, but man, this is a super week. So for all you fantasy peeps out there, which is anyone listening, I imagine, um, this is a crazy super week where we have lots of teams with double games. Uh, so it's going to be interesting, uh, especially for, you know, when, when you set your fantasy rosters, you have to you know, set them today, which is Wednesday, and then you've got that player or players for the rest of the week. So it's it's a t- we're going to navigate help you navigate it this week, basically as best we can because it's tricky. Because you know, when you look at some goalies and some position players, like I can already kind of think about, oh man, this position player isn't gonna like they're not going to play twice. Like I think they're going to sit anyway. But we're going to help people uh, wait. You know. If your player plays once or if your player plays twice, if you should mention them or not. So uh, first a little fallout from this week, Holly. What do you think of your, your, uh, your team this past week? We, had a, we actually had a pretty close battle, and uh, I know you're angry about one aspect of our battle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so literally uh, 90 seconds after um, one of my very strong assertions last week, uh, I was proved wrong. Listen to this. Listen to this. Like, I go on a show. I go on a show. What's that? Oh, sorry. Um, I go on the show last week, and and I um, I touted uh, Kalen Sheridan as a as a big time as a big time pickup. And you forgot that you said that. <laughs> no. Yes, I you didn't. did, and you would not have made the decision that you did if I had not reminded I had re- you. On Saturday morning. I had written notes. I had written notes of which goalies to pick up. And once Ashlyn Harris, surprisingly, was benched, I had to go to my notes. Um, But it was nice Mm -hmm. that you had fresh verbal notes in the apartment. Uh, So it was fresh on my mind, yes. So I picked up Kaylin Sheridan from Gotham and uh, went on to score 18 points and beat Holly by 10. Um, So that was a huge pickup. So... 
if you listened to the show last week and listened to our week two waiver wire pickups, Kalen Sheridan might have been on your waiver wire, and you might have been as uh, fortunate as I was to pick her up and win your week. How'd your goalie do? Uh, not as well as I had hoped. Yeah, let's let's uh, let's see what you thought last week. Yeah, my bold prediction. Oh, sorry. Oh my God. Oh boy, <laughs> I've been waiting for. Oh God. It's morning. I'm going to get a clean sheet from Bledsoe, though. That's what's happening. Wait a yeah. minute. Hold on. What was that? I'm going to get a clean sheet from Bledsoe, though. That's what's happening. Ah, so the quote, the soundbite that I've been teasing for the last three minutes is finally here. Wow. And 90 wow. seconds after I said that. It's it's, a mo- it's the uh, morning. She proved me wrong. So, um, wow. She, yeah. You, I'm getting so much shade right now. You are. Wow, it's early. Yeah, well, I knew you were setting me up to make right. fun of me here. I tried to <laughs> lay it up for you on a platter and uh, you wanted to go in a different direction. So, you did. yes, I did say that last week. We all finally got to hear it again. You did lay it up for me on a platter. And I won <laughs> 74 to 64. So that was a great, um, great week. You anyway, know, so it, it, to circle back to your original question, yeah, I'm dropping blood. So, so is Vlad Ondanovsky, apparently. Uh, she did not get called up for the summer series. I didn't expect that. French did. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm, on, I'm on the hunt for goalie. Really quick, you decided to drop Jennifer Cujo. I did. This week. And yeah. then who, did, who is your pickup? Yeah, so she's been uh, low scoring for me, and uh, she just is not playing the same position that she was in uh, in the Challenge Cup series. And so I just think it's fantasy wise, she's I don't see her producing as many points as she was going forward. <clears throat> Excuse me, in that uh, morning voice. It's the morning. Yeah, get that nice so, rasp. Um, yeah, so I I picked uh, what actually. Oh, Kaylee, what? Yeah. So that's, okay, uh, I don't have my ding. But um, this is this is our first Chicago player picked it up is. this year. This is a it's a banner moment. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> and, and it it leads to your your point about the um, you know, who's going to play this week. So you know, I looked at some other players. You know, I think if you have um, McCaskill possibly on your waiver wire, that might be oh. someone interesting to pick up. But you know, she only plays once next week, and Chicago plays twice. Um, you know, one of those games is Kansas City. They're they're looking a little beat up, I think, and um, Chicago's improving. So I just think that you know Watts out in the, you know, out in the nine. At least she was last week, and she's going to get a lot of chances. And so, um, you know, hopefully she'll she'll produce some points for me in these two games. Yeah, it was a really close game. Like I thought it during the second half you know during the second portion of games later the later games on the weekend like you might have had me um but then of course christy mewis helped bail me out uh she's had two weeks in a row of 17 points like that's just that's just exactly what you want running a fantasy team just Mm -hmm. and then lynn williams put up 13 for me and sophia smith another you know 14 now so it's I've I've been pretty fortunate Mm -hmm. i've uh i even had a i had a nice bagel in there from Kristen hamilton but was still able to pull it out Thanks to Kaylin Sheridan. So, but I did unfortunately yeah. keep Amy Rodriguez on the bench, and I am just beating myself up over it. If I would have lost, it would have been horrible. But uh, I'll never do that again. Won't do it this week. So, yeah, I mean, I need one more offensive player to produce for me because I had Rachel Daly with 17 points, Ashley Sanchez coming through with 14, yeah. Megan Klingberg holding strong for me a defense with 12. But yeah, goalie not producing. Who was our highest scoring? Uh, who was our stud of the week here? If I'm looking back last week, it looks like to me it's once again Christine Sinclair. 
19 points and Alex Morgan. They both had 19. Like that we need to bring it back around to those two players at some some point because they're just really really performing well. Yeah. I mean, Christine Sinclair, that goal was just amazing. They didn't they didn't get the uh, the win, but that goal was just so much fun. Go and look at it. Um all right, let's let's get into the news. All right, Vladko Andonovsky announces the 23-player roster for the upcoming friendlies for the U.S. A lot of the familiar, you know, names in here. Uh, just looking at the roster, Holly, I mean, obviously you're going to have Tobin Heath's going to finally join the camp as like a, a training player, which is cool. And then no Ju- Julie Ertz because she's injured. So, but they, he's still hopeful she's going to come back. Like there's, I think there's still a spot for her. I think she's going to be there for the Olympics. But looking at the roster, thoughts, fantasy thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I think everyone's counting on Arts to come back. She's the anchor for for the for the you know the center for this team, and um, you know I think it's gonna be great. We're gonna get a chance to see a little bit more of uh, people like Katarina Macario and uh, you know see if she can mess with this team. It'd be interesting to see Andy Sullivan uh, getting called up uh, in Arts' spot, and you know I think it's gonna be. I mean, it's gonna be fun. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out who's out. Like you know, looking at this, I I still think. Mm-hmm. Since Franch is a late ad, I don't know. Franch or Campbell, one of those is two is out. Alana Cook is probably out. Um, I mean, you got to get rid of five players from this list and add Ertz and possibly Heath. Like, that's why I still think, I, I really think that like Midge Purse and Sonnet, you know, maybe Sophia Smith are, and, are, are out. Uh, Christy Mewis, like, it's just. Yeah, they're, they're definitely on the bubble. Right on the edge. So uh, that's something to look out for here in June. Um, okay, so bummer news. The Dash and Spirit game was moved from Washington to BBVA Stadium in Houston because, well, frankly, to pardon my French, the field in Washington looked like shit. Um, check out, there's a Spirit supporter on Twitter, at underscore J-L-Y-N-N J-L-Y-N-N, underscore 14. She posted, can someone explain to me how a professional soccer team is allowed to play here in a week from today? No running water, no actual bathrooms, no actual locker rooms, little to no safe barriers between them and the fans. And they're still in the middle of a construction zone. So she proved, you know, that they're not going to play there. And it looks terrible. So they moved the game to Houston. But it's just unacceptable. Uh, You don't see any men's sports that have, you know, in the middle of your season that your field's not ready? I mean, this is like some amateur stuff, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, all things that have seasons prepare for the season, schools, uh, sports teams, you know, you do your construction uh, on, on on your off season. This is 101, Why, how is this hard? Like due to construction, it's like, we didn't know. <laughs> it's like, what? We didn't know there was going to, so that, I mean, this could cause. Well, that's just, yeah. I mean, maybe that that's just flagrant disrespect on the part of the stadium then, because, you know, if you, if you have contracts for different, you know, things coming to your stadium and you decide that the one that you don't care about is this, then that's, you know, that, that speaks to your priorities. Dumb. It's dumb. Get it right. Washington be better. Um, Some other news here. Um, Naomi Osaka, minority owner. Yes. The Courage. Courage. Collects record fifty five point two million in twenty twenty. So she already had the record for the most. Um, what is it? I guess the most earnings for a, a female athlete. She already she beat her own record, but she got five point two million in winnings and guess what? Fifty mil in endorsements. That's a nice. That's yeah. a nice additional. Hey, you won all these tournaments for five. Here's an, here's an additional fifty. Um, that's just cool. I just love talking about it. And she's got the soccer connection. 
So, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's, a, it's just an awesome stat. Yeah. I mean, get it, girl. The only people that are, I mean, out earning her at this point are Federer, LeBron, and Tiger Woods. So. Oh, that's it. I think she can top them. That's it? Yep. Federer's still up there. Yeah. <laughs> Man, these tennis players, they just rake yeah. it in. Yeah. For endorsements. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. The endorsements. Yeah. I, yeah. I think he's got some blue chip ones there. What is, I don't know what that is. Yeah. Like real fancy, like luxury brand money. Oh, and Berea. <laughs> but good for Naomi. Like she's killing it. She's killing it. She's like running tennis right now. So, and then Serena did it forever with the endorsements. Now Naomi's kind of uh, taking over 50 million endorsements. Congrats to her. Um, the big soccer news, back to soccer. Olivia Moultrie granted temporary restraining order to compete in the NWSL. So the judge in Olivia Moultrie's antitrust lawsuit against the NWSL has granted a temporary restraining order. Um, of course, she's 15. She's trying to play in the NWSL. Uh, the ruling lifts the league's rule requiring players to be at least 18 years old to compete while it negotiates a contract with NWSL Players Association. So um, so what does this mean, really? It's a 14-day restraining order. I know it's good for 14 days. So, like, I mean, somebody who, you know, maybe maybe someone can hit us up who knows more about this than, than I do, but, like, do, break this down for me. Like, are you really going to sign a contract with the Thorns and then will we see her on the pitch next week? Or is this just like a, you know, more posturing in a legal battle? Yeah, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. I, 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 I don't know what this, you know, there's really not much more on this. Um, it's, it's, it's weird. I, I would, I mean, it would be cool. Like it would be, it would be great, but a lot of pressure if it's like, Hey, you can play for two weeks. Portland's going to sign you for a two week contract. Play, play well. It's like, what are you going to do? Start? What you can do? Come on, come on the pitch for ten minutes. Like it's not going to do her any good for to play for two weeks. It's just not. It's I don't know how that's going to be a win. How's that a win? It's a start. Yes, it's a start. But man, like you can't base everything on two a uh, two week. You know, it's just weird. I don't know why the judge came up with that. I mean, I think that it, you know, if she's a a teenager who wants to to play in a professional national league, then you know she probably eats pressure like that for breakfast and maybe can wants is not nervous about having two weeks to prove herself and wants that two weeks to prove herself there's a good quote with her she went back and we're just women's sports we go to just women's sports for a lot of our sports news they're great um they say in quotes if i were french or if i were spanish or if i were german i would be allowed to play right now and then they said you know olivia moultrie has asked a judge for a temporary restraining order and then olivia popped in on twitter and said or if i were a boy the only gender and country combination in the entire world where i can play professional soccer is as a female in the united states just something to consider so this well said Olivia. i know, I know she's she's really smart <laughs> yeah I, you way, know, way to keep it simple and to the point i know i i really like her i hope she gets a chance to play um also here uh some other big news Simone Biles. We got to talk about Simone Biles. Becomes the first woman to land the Yurchenko double pike in competition. Hope I pronounced that correctly. I think I did. Check it out online. It's it's something else to watch. Watch it in slow mo. Yeah, jaw dropping. Yeah, um, she's the first woman ever to land that in competition. I mean, she's kind of writing the book in gymnastics right now, and she's become the biggest gymnastics star on the planet easily. And then going into the Tokyo Olympics, and she's. She's 24, so yeah. you know this could be that might be the last. I don't know, this, you know well, how gymnasts fizzle out, but I don't want to talk, focus on that. I want to focus on her doing this awesome move. Well, I love the fact that she's you know at the top of her game right now, and as you said, writing the book at a time when you know the she shifted the conversation from is she going to retire to 
good God, what could she do next? Yeah. So that's really, I think, resetting people's expectations for the level of performance in this sport and who you can be and when. And I think that's awesome. And, and also, I just, the thing that I really love about her is her, her mental toughness. She is so calm, confident, and focused when, when she is throwing this trick that it's just, I mean, it's hugely impressive. You know what's cool, too? She just went on Twitter and said, like, I'm sorry, but I can't believe I completed a double pike on vault. Like, it's, you know, you won't see other, I don't know. I, I, I really think there's something to be said about women in sports. There's, like, an openness, you know, maybe because, once again, men have been competing for so long and these leagues are so highly, you know, guarded. And I love the openness. It's like you just go on Twitter and you're like, I can't believe I landed this. Or, like, you know, Moultrie coming on there and saying, you know, or, you know, speaking their mind. I think there's a lot of, there's like a lot of sports speak in men's sports. We're going to give 110%. I mean, there's a lot of that everywhere, but I just love, it's refreshing. You know, you can watch an NWSL game and there's like laughing or you watch a softball game on ESPN and there's, there's chanting and cheering and there's personalities. And I feel like there's, um, I don't know, watching women's sports, especially for me recently, it's been refreshing, you know, it's nice. You know, I, I- I, I love that too. And that's a really interesting point you bring up because I think that, you know, in other parts of, of society as women move through the world as, as people, there's, there's actually probably less, uh, less spaces for, for you to be yourself or have a personality or have an opinion than there are necessarily for men. And it's interesting that, that you're bringing up the point that perhaps it's, uh, you know, in, in some ways in professional sports, it's, it's the other way around. And I think that's a really interesting, maybe that's the space, you know, for women to go to feel like they can express themselves because it's a community of women that, you know, it's the, the, the expectations are different and I love seeing it. I, I love seeing women with opinions and, and speaking their minds and, and having personalities. Uh, well, now that you bring that up before we get into our next thing, I mean, Megan Rapinoe, <laughs> <laughs> How great was love how, how it. great. Love it. Yeah. If you didn't see, she went on Twitter and it's a long post. It's an interview, you know, after the game, after OL Rain, you know, went into Portland, took care of business. She pretty much said, you know, yeah, I mean, the thorns are always assholes. Everyone hates them. That's the general vibe. They're always good. They've got the best stadium. They've got the best fans. You know, they're always going to have incredible talent in the field. So everybody always is gunning for you. So she went on to say, you know, she just, you know, she talked trash, but it's kind of, it's kind of, you know, everybody it's needs more trash talking. I love life. it. Isn't that part of the reason why we play sports? You know, I, I mean, like yeah. if you, if you can't, if you can't talk trash, why be good at something? I right? love, it's refreshing for this league too, because you know, it's kind of tongue in cheek. Like she's not playing on the national team with Lindsay Horan and Crystal Dunn from Portland and Becky Sauron. Like they're like hating each other. This is just, this is like wink, wink. Like this is like, um, you know, games womanship, you know, it's like it's what it is, but it's also a little knock. Like it's a knock Like they went into their house and they won. Right. And then she also in the same, in the same <laughs> answer, just like talk trash about Gotham, which I love because yeah. I, I'm one of the few people, I guess like uh, that is not like this Gotham name. I think it's a little weird to, you know, put your money behind a famous city from a male dominated cartoon character, <laughs> action figure. I just think it's weird. But she also said, you know, um, Gotham, New York, New Jersey, Sky Blue FC, they have their own thing going. Like, I don't even know. It's like, you know, they got their little. And then so I yeah. love Gotham gave it back to her and said, Seattle, OL, Tacoma, Rain. Do we have that right, M. Pino? So yeah. 
Love the clapback. I love it. I, you know, I want to see more goal celebrations like Alex Morgan. That's she did the, uh, the Ted Lasso. No, she did the Ted Lasso. The Ted week. Lasso yeah. dance. And you know, I, um, I told you watching the games. I want to see when people sub. I want to see like more energetic subs instead of just like the little lame high five. Like I want to see someone have a routine and like do something funny. Yeah. And uh, I love it. More personalities in the sport is what it needs because it gets the attention. It gets the eyes on the sport. So yeah, um, and right. it, and it helps us fall in love with individual players and teams and really cheer them on. I think actually Portland Thorns are doing a great job of that, releasing Megan Klingenberg's pregame huddle speeches. Oh yeah, if you guys have not watched those. Um, and, and you want to see someone, you know, just give like a gladiator level inspirational speech. Yeah. Check it out on Instagram. Real quick injuries. Of course, this weekend in the NWSL, uh, Julie Ertz still has the MCL injury. will probably be out till August NWSL wise. Um, another good source too is Claire Watkins on, on Twitter. She's at scout Ripley. She does a lot of, she, you know, I think she's Chicago based, but she gave the KC Chicago, uh, out for Chicago is Boyd Ertz-Stevens. Out for KC is Labonta, Legarzo, Matheson, uh, Pickett. Claire Watkins, can I get an injury report on Trinity Rodman, please? Because I need to know that today. Um, would be good to know. Uh, yeah, keep an eye on that. I can find nothing online, so <laughs> someone hit me up, please. And now that the we got a lot of gripes with the NWSL website now, we'll get back to that. And questionable for Chicago Smith and Edmonds. And for the Spirit, we've got uh, Feist is out with the ACL, Collins, ACL, Nielsen, Thigh. And only questionable for the dash is Privet with their back injury. And then, you know, some more injuries to come. We'll retweet some things from the great people in the NWSL uh, mm -hmm. landscape. Okay, Holly, we talked about the double games this week. So how to approach. So Orlando, Portland, Washington, Houston, Casey, and Chicago all play twice. Yeah. New Jersey, New York. New Jersey, New York, Gotham, Sky Blue, FC. No, they play <laughs> once. Uh, Carolina, Louisville, and OL. They all play once. Yeah. So, okay. So how are you approaching these this double week? You have to have your roster set today, yeah. Wednesday, and that's it. I'm approaching it with great annoyance and huge frustration because this is the week for me that my strategy is supposed to finally come to fruition because Sam Muse comes back and Woo. so does Rose Lavelle. However, who only plays once? The courage <laughs> and the rain. Yeah. And do I think... <laughs> sight unseen, totally blind, coming into a new lineup for the year that either Mewis or Laval is going to produce more points in one game than some of my, you know, like an Ashley Sanchez, who's been really consistent in, you know, double digits are almost there and plays twice. I, I don't think so. But, you know, so far I'm batting zero. So <laughs> I don't know if you want to listen to me, but I am banking on the double player strategy. That's what I'm doing. So I am Ooh. waiting a week to Whoa. see, you know, how Mewis and Lavelle do in the Courage in the Rain lineup. And I'm going to play my players that have two uh, two games. And that's that's why I picked up um, what? Because Chicago plays twice. Um, you know, they, they may get rolled by Houston, but they're playing Kansas City that's, you know, got some injuries. <clears throat> Every time I talk about Kansas City, I get a frog in my throat. I don't know what's going on there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> morning. Okay. Um, you know, you could pick up Pew, but I, like I said, Watson, the number nine, and I think that she's, you know, she's playing out there, and I, I think she's going to, you know, incrementally just score a little bit more fantasy points there. So 
that's what I went with. Um, as far as my goalie goes, I'm actually going with the opposite strategy um, because I'm definitely dropping Bledsoe. I just uh, I just don't like that goalie back line combination in terms of fantasy production. And uh, I'd really like to pick up, you know, if you guys have uh, Betos on your waiver wire, watch out. You know, that might be a good person to pick up. Not this week because they're playing a full strength Carolina, but she's on fire right now. And I think is the highest scoring goalie in the league in terms of fantasy points. Um, but I'm going to take the second highest goalie in the league, I think. And, uh, you know, make some changes today before the game start, and I'm going to pick up uh, Bardsley for the rain and uh, see how she does against Washington. Oh, this is an official pickup on the air. This is an official pickup on the air. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, so that's so my I'm strategy. I'm really surprised you're, you're sitting Mewis. I mean, not, not with Lavelle, because, like, that's a mystery, but Mewis is going to play. Yeah. You just don't think she'll put up enough for one game. But if this was a I don't single... Think, I think she'll put up a bunch of points. I don't think she'll put up more points than a player who's playing two games. Okay, on your roster specifically. On my like roster She might if you're in a different position. Like if you're if you're between like a Mewis and like Hatch, maybe that's a little different. I don't know. Hatch has done pretty well, but there's some different circumstances out there. If you have like Taylor Korniak, it's like, okay, maybe... I don't know. Taylor Korniak's been on fire. Haran? We'll talk about that later because yeah. that, there's some possibilities yeah. there. But for me, it, I have an easy setup this week because my biggest decisions are I've got Mew, Christy Mewis, Sophia Smith, Ashley Hatch, Amy Rodriguez, Kelly O'Hara, and Ashley Harris all playing twice. So, I mean, even though Sheridan kicked ass last week, they're only playing once. And I, I don't, who knows if Ashley Harris, if they're, that's the frustrating part. Like you could put her in your lineup. Um, you know, they could, they could sit her again the first game and I could change everything again. But, the biggest decisions for me is that you need I we need five skill players, you know, the five offensive players. And I have four that play twice. And so it's down to Lynn Williams, Kristen Hamilton for my last spot. To me, that's obvious. I'm putting Lynn Williams in there and I'm sitting Kristen Hamilton. So wow, our producer's here. He just stumbled <laughs> into the booth. Oh, Hector. Our producer Hector. You're hi. not very good at being a Hi, cat, bud. We don't have you? your bed here today. Oh no. This is gonna be a fun, distracting moment. So uh <laughs> This is great. I should take a picture of him at our studio. Yeah, we need to Instagram um, what this looks like right now. So for me, that's easy. But for other people's, the decision might not be as easy. So if, you're, if your team came down to, you know, I, I got a few kind of what ifs for you, Holly. All right. So if your team came down to, if you have one spot open and it's Ashley Hatch playing twice or Lynn Williams playing once, what are you doing? I like when Holly has to think when we're like. Well, I'm checking out. I'm checking out who Washington's playing, right? Okay, so they're playing Houston and they're playing the Rain. Um, both really strong offensive teams. Um, both strong defensive teams. So I think you know Hatch's playing limited minutes, and even though she does uh, produce a lot of points in those limited minutes, I don't know how many chances she's going to get against those two teams. And um, I'm going to go Lynn Williams because she's going to play a full game, and I think that. Uh, yeah, I think she's going to be fired up, getting ready to perform, going into the summer series for the national team. Very distracted. Yeah. Everyone, can you hear that? Yeah, we're getting the cat some, on the some, mic. Yeah, the cat's on the mic. I'll vamp for a second. All right. Well, the next <laughs> matchup for me will be, so do you go with uh, Megan Rapino who plays once, or Sydney LaRue, who plays twice? And as I put the cat somewhere. All right, let me check hold my it stat down, please. sheet. Hold it down, please. On, well, so Megan Rapino has um, 
you know, she's she's up and down, right? I mean, she makes a difference in every game that she plays in, but not necessarily uh, fantasy points. You know, she had six points week one. She had 14 points week two. Um, Sydney LaRue, you know, she's 10 points week one, 14 points week two. Um, Keep vamping. I'm looking at my stats. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, and Orlando plays twice, so I think obviously the, the obvious choice here is LaRue because she's, you know, maybe going to produce more points in a single game, and also she's going to have two chances versus Rapinoe's one. Ow, I'm ah, back. Ah, perfect timing. I'm back. I hurt myself. Great. Sorry, everybody. We will take a picture of Hector and share. Um, okay, so how about this one? <laughs> okay. Carly Lloyd or Kaylee Watt? Ugh. This one's, this one's just, this one sucks. But honestly, I'm going with, uh, I'll go with the single Carly Lloyd game. Because Kaylee Watt still, I mean, once again, I need a Chicago sucks drop. <laughs> Chicago sucks, even though in those new kits, they, you know, held tough. But once again, they cannot score. They have no offense. They got nothing. I don't have confidence that, okay, even though they got Kansas City, it's an away game. Like, okay, I don't know how good they're going to be on the road. I, don't, I, mean, I mean, you can't really discount Kansas City overall. But in addition to being a little banged up, like Elizabeth Call got a red card last week so she's out who got the record elizabeth ball so oh, okay. their left back is out you know yeah. so that i think that might be a you know a, a factor and then they've got the dash which i just for some reason i'm just soured on like houston chicago games i just feel like it's going to be zero zero <laughs> but i think houston's <laughs> going to handle them so i i like gotham in the rematch against portland i know that's a really tough matchup but she scored last time they played portland i mean carly lloyd excels in tough matchups i think that's kind of where she gets her extra yeah. fire i'm just not All i'm right. not playing her and then what else we got What's the last one? Well, <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, I, I've <laughs> kind of given my answer to this. Yeah. One. <laughs> so Sam Mewis or Ashley Sanchez? Um, you were you went over this earlier. So Sanchez put up what for you last week? She oh, put gosh, up. Uh, 14, I got it. Fourteen. Yeah. Fourteen. And then the week before, it looks like she got nine. Um, nine. That's a really hard one. Depends what kind of position you're in as a team. I think it's very specific. Like you've got a, you know, it's like. You can, you, sh I like what you're doing with Sanchez, but if you're in a position where like your roster looks a little weak and you need the home run, I think Sanchez isn't your home run, but Mewis is your home run. Like Mewis is someone who could drop like two assists, you know, and a bunch of shots and a, you know, and a goal and a tackle. And it's just before you know it, she's got 20. So I'm going to risk it. Yeah. But ah, you know what? No, but I, if it's, is her twenty live gonna on be, air going to be more than Sanchez's twenty three? You know, what? live on air. I'm not doing it. I'm sitting <laughs> Sanchez. I'm switching because I thought about it because I I still think Mewis is going to play like thirty minutes. You know, like she's not going to start. You know, or she starts and she's, she's out before half. Start. She might. Ha yeah, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do with her. And she's got. It's not like she's in the beginning of a season. She's not rusty. She's in more. She's fresher than not fresher, but she's. She's got the whole more season under her in. belt. She's yeah. more that's a good way to put it. She's more dialed in. So if you got your doubles, lean more towards those doubles, except in that Carly Lloyd, Kaylee Watt, I lean, I'm leaning Lloyd there. There's a few instances where I think I, I still lean the solo. All right. So put it on the post it. We'll yeah. see. We'll see you next week. All right. It's time to play to trade or not to trade. Oh, my soundboarding is skills are yeah, not good today. No. This is Jared talking we over himself. Do a dry run of these. Okay, Holly Wild, welcome week. to trade. <laughs> well, 
Welcome. Welcome. I'm going to put Hector on the soundboard for next week. He would be better. He would be better. <laughs> Welcome to Trade or Not to Trade. Holly Wilde, you are on the clock. Holly Wilde. Do you trade Amy Rodriguez? Oh, sorry. Do you trade? <laughs> no, that's me. <laughs> Damn it. The one that says Jared, that one's you. <laughs> you know what, everyone? I have to admit something. It's very early. And um, welcome to Trade or Not to Trade. Holly Wilde, you are on the clock. <laughs> Do you trade Lindsey Horan for Alex Morgan? 100% yes. Whoa, really? I will take Alex Morgan. I think she's going to... Um, she just has more chances than Lindsay Horan. You think she keeps rolling? I think she keeps rolling. Okay, you heard it here. If you've got that opportunity, make the trade. Holly Wilde, this one's near and dear to your heart. You need a goalie. You're, you're struggling. I feel like this, is, this could be happening in real life. Oh, boy. You have Trinity Rodman. You have someone who's hurt. This also could be happening. Holly Wilde, do you trade Trinity Rodman for... Kaylin Sheridan. Oh, oh, yes, I think I do. Really? I do, yeah, because I, I feel like uh, Trinity Rodman and Kaylin Sher- or Trinity Rodman and Ashley Sanchez are, are going to be neck and neck for the spirit for a, a lot of the year. Um, I've got some more offensive weapons on my bench that I've just been waiting to come back from overseas, and I need a goalie, and I love Kaylin Sheridan. Let's talk this week, Holly Wilde. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wait, okay, hold on. Jared Gilkerson. Yeah? You're on the clock for to trade or not to trade. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do you trade Amy Rodriguez, consistent player, uh, for Midge Purse, someone who could go off? Just to break it, just to bring everyone in here. This is the first time we're looking at these. We wanted to make it fresh and like it just a just a you know, this one stalling for time because he jerk. loves Amy Rodriguez <laughs> and it has response. an emotional attachment uh, if we look Amy Rodriguez I'm looking at the stat board because I like to see here Amy Rodriguez the only player from Kansas City that's on a roster has scored 6 and 11 this season Midge Purse 14 and 0 so that's Amy Rodriguez saying. is outscoring I am keeping Amy Rodriguez because she just runs everything in Kansas City so if Kansas City, ha- if if you see Kansas City get on the board at all, she's involved. You like the laser sounds? This is distracting. <laughs> so apparently for um, you, it's it is. It's I was very, actually listening. I chose a, I chose a song with way too. You barely many. have the ability to talk and not pay attention to what you yourself are saying. So that's cool. I chose a song with too many lasers. <laughs> so uh, I'm keeping Amy Rodriguez because um, she's pl- she's more con- like you said she's more consistent. And for my roster right now. I, that, I, I need a consistent, like, number. She's, like, my number three. I need a consistent three. And she'll be around during the Olympic break. Midge Purse, no guarantee. All right. <laughs> Do you trade Lynn Williams if you can get Carly Lloyd? <laughs> no. What? No, not straight up. Not straight up. Lynn Williams was my, if I look back at the draft, technically, I think I drafted, and I was back-to-back at the end of round one, beginning of round two. Yeah. And I, Carly Lloyd is, is great. I told you earlier, I'm such a Carly Lloyd mark. But Lynn Williams, I think she, I think when it gets to the middle of the season, I, I, this, I, I, I don't, I don't know. I just don't know. Like, you know, Carly Lloyd hasn't, 
played a lot recently. Oh. I, I don't love what she's done. She and she in Gotham right now, their offense is kind of not inspiring. It's scaring me a little bit. So you just offered me two Gotham players, but since the since they just haven't played well this this season, I don't like what I'm seeing. The courage, the, I just feel like they're putting lots of shots on goals, and, this, and I just yeah, but they're I like widely them. dispersed throughout all of the players on that team. Yep, especially with Muse coming back. But like you had an argument for Muse during the Challenge Cup, you know, when we said when she could potentially come back. That's true. I did. Is that I did. It would help everybody. That's fair. So I'm keeping Lynn Williams, but ask me again oh, in like a week. I thought you would be such a homer for Carly Lloyd. I I know. I know. I could change my mind in like the next five. <laughs> next five. I can't change minutes. your mind. You gotta. I gotta have an opinion and, and own it. Yeah. Thanks for Live playing. Or die on it. Thanks for playing to trade or not to trade, Holly. All right. Okay. Uh, before we wrap this up, bold predictions for week three, Holly. What you got? All right, Chicago takes their first win from Kansas City. On the road in Kansas City. Kansas City, new kits. Check out the video. We love it. Dancing with new kits, the red kits, the turquoise. Turquoise sucks. (laughs) And Chicago wins. They can't score a goal. I think this is going to be the week that they score. Oh, is this because you picked up Kaylee Watt? Is she going to score? Maybe. (laughs) Come on, Kaylee. Okay. (laughs) All right. Well, you heard it here. So uh, maybe pick up someone from Chicago. And so is that is that a nayer? Is that a, is that a like if you're in a pinch, do you pick up nayer this week? Player? Eh, I wouldn't go that far. Really? <laughs> she played really well last week. Got a clean sheet. Yeah. So I mean, I think she's a she's a choice, if, especially if someone's hoarding goalies like Jared. So uh, I think uh, nayer could be a pickup. My bold prediction this week is Dabinia will outscore Lindsey Horan in one game to Lindsey Horan's two. Um, all right. I just, I think the addition of Mewis and the, you don't want to play the courage pissed off. Like (laughs) watching that game, it's like, they are so aggressive and they were all over uh, Orlando and they couldn't get the win and they lost two to one, but they had so many chances. And I think bringing in Mewis in the midfield with Dabinia is going to open up so many opportunities and they're playing Louisville. So it's like Louisville's like, yay, we're first place in the league. Like, we're kicking ass, which props to them. Like, this is amazing. I know it's only two weeks, but they're first place, Holly. So, um, yeah, like, it's great. But I don't, like, they got to think, oh, my God, we got to play the Courage this week. And it's the Courage's only game, and it's in North Carolina. They're not losing twice in a row at home. To me, this has got, like, four to one written all over it. And I think Zabini is a big part of that. And Lindsey Horan plays the Pride on the road, and then Gotham on the road. So you got two road games for Portland this week. She's been a part of the offense. Not like she's not, and I'm not going to hold anything against her in two games because this year she's had eight and six. So she's consistent, you know, kind of there. And I, I I think she gets involved. But I'm thinking Dabinia high teens this week and Haran like another, you know, seven and seven. So it's like, you know, I think Dabinia could be her like 18 to 14. So uh, I'm high on Dabinia this week. All right. Yeah. So a couple of nuggets, a couple, Jared's gripes real quick. Uh, NWSL, please, please, please. Oh, I tweeted at you this morning. Um, they switched their app. Their app looks, it's more streamlined. It's a little more, uh, it's, it's a, I know, I don't like the continue button. But, UX, um, UI, come on, guys. It's 2021, <laughs> be better. Um, I do this for a living. It's super average. Better yeah. than it was, but still super average. Yeah, I, I, but they redid the website and app. 
and it's just in the stats aren't working. So if you go to an individual player, it'll tell you exactly what their game log is. But if you go to the league leaders, it's wrong. And so if you're running a fantasy league, you can't look up the accurate stats without doing way more legwork and diving into each individual's player's page. Right. So and, and P.S., um, on the back end of a website, if you have a, a database with all of this information, you can query it from every single page. So I don't know why the league leaders isn't querying the information from the same place as the game logs is getting it, but you know, handle that. Okay, NWSL. so Holly will play bad cop and Jared will play good cop. So NWL, please, we ask nicely, <laughs> if you could please do that for us. Holly's shaking her head. Um, Cause it's really uh, making things a little difficult. And also during the broadcast, this is what I want. I want more explanations of penalties on television, um, especially if you're a newcomer to soccer. Like if there's a tackle and someone gets a yellow or someone just gets a just gets a, a penalty or if someone gets a red card, I'd like to have the uh, announcers explain, wouldn't you? I would. Yeah. Yeah. Like you, there's a lot of time to vamp. Also, I'd like to see more run-throughs of players. You know, you're trying to grow the league and you have all this downtime for injuries and go through the lineup. Say, okay, playing forward, boom, and have a have a graphic ready on, on where they come from and what yeah. their stats are. Like, I want to learn more about these players during the game. I mean, you can take some pages from, from other sports leagues that do this really well. Like the NBA and the NFL really does a great job with the explanation of penalties on television and running through the replay and having an expert on the rule Yeah, book. having a ref. And, and HBO, you know, back when they did boxing, you know, or the Olympics does a really excellent job of, of giving you player background and telling the stories that you're emotionally invested in these people. You're right. That's a great point with HBO because I mean, and I know that there's like soccer, there's like not a lot of downtime, like you get halftime, but there's a lot of dead time in the middle of a game and just be ready for it. Like just have something ready. Yeah, I mean, you can pre-produce that and have packages ready to, you know, yeah. throw when, when you have the opportunity. Or even just a stat board, like a little sidebar, yeah. like just a little nugget, like Taylor Corniak's from here. She played college here. This is what she did last year. Great. Back to the game. Like when you have a second, IndyCar does it really well too. IndyCar, you have a lot of downtime, but they run through the field, hey, and first and second, boom, boom, and it's great. And you could almost run through the field literally here. So that'd be nice. Um, and also we talked, <laughs> my last note was I mentioned the Rapino uh, tweet, which we did, but it's it's mentionable twice. Go check out the Rapino tweet. Trash talk is needed and wanted in this league. So, yeah, that's so, it. Yeah. yeah. A mor the first morning show in the books. Hit our stride during the C block. Takes us 20 minutes to wake up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so we got, uh, this is Wednesday, so it's the Pride and Thorns, the Dash and Spirit, and the Kansas City, Kansas Cities versus uh, Chicago, all today on Wednesday. It all starts at 7 o'clock Eastern, 4 o'clock Pacific, so uh, tons of games this week. What's the actual total? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8 NWSL games this week. The next double week will be uh, week 6. That'll be during the Olympic, or the, the Friendlies break. So that's another kind of doubles wrinkle we're going to have in three weeks. But for now, good luck this week in your fantasy games. I hope um, your uh, doubles weeks and singles weeks don't F you over too badly. Um, and I uh, hope you don't make the wrong decisions. Yeah. All and right. If you need a goalie like Holly, you know, hit up your friend who's hoarding too. I see you working. I see how you are. Bye. Oh, the US, I, the US. I always think they're saying the US, the US, the US, and I was like, that's so sick, Sam. <laughs> you have a chance. The US, the US, the US.